All right, let's go to light. How was it? Do you know the song? So that's our theme scripture. Remember now your creator before the, here it says difficult days. Other versions say before the evil days come. Before the evil days come. When you say I have no pleasure in them. Remember now. You have life now. You have good health. Remember him now. Okay? You think people plan to die? Some. In some bad cases. Yeah, but that's the planning for that. <laughs> <laughs> About 99.999% of the human population that die never planned on dying. Now <laughs> Right. Remember now your creator. Don't put it off. See, it's not that I don't have anything to say that I keep saying this every time before I start to talk to you guys. Because it's the most important thing that I would want to live with you. Remember your creator now. Don't put it off. Because that's the tendency. I want to finish school. I want to focus and get into university. Get into, finish university. Start to work. Then I'll focus on God. You're, you're, you're a joker. You're, you're a serious joker. You think you sleep tonight. You have a guarantee that you wake up tomorrow morning. You don't have any guarantee for tomorrow. So remember your creator now while you have breath. Amen. Amen. We started last week talking about martyrs, looking at the Lamb's empowered witnesses. And last week we saw that a witness means someone who is a witness in court or someone who is a witness of something they have seen or someone who is a witness in a religious sense referring to a witness for instance of Jesus Christ who is willing to stand and defend their faith even if it means death okay and we saw in Acts 1 8 says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Please get off your phones. Get off your phones. I don't like to see you on your phones. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. <coughs> Amen. Amen. And we saw also that in Revelation 2.13 that a witness is also translated as a martyr. Did I say it well? How would you guys say it? Martyr. A martyr. <laughs> right? A martyr. All right. As long as we know we're all saying the same thing. Put the phone down. Don't hold it. Don't hold your phone. Put it down. 
Mata. Mata. Say, say. Mata. Hey. Mata. Anyway, we saw that Mata is another translation of Matus. So Matus means a witness, and another sense of being a witness is being killed for what you believe. So the term witness for us as Christians is a very strong word. It's not just, um, just sharing your faith, but it's sharing that faith even to the extent that if it means death, you don't draw back. Do you get it? So when Jesus says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, he is referring to you will defend the faith even to the point of death. And we saw that there are two, from this we saw that there are two ways in which we become empowered witnesses. One is when we receive the power of the Holy Spirit through miracles, signs, wonders, healing, deliverance, exhibiting the power of the Holy Spirit. You become a very powerful witness of Jesus Christ. The other way, is through the cross of Christ that you also become a powerful witness. You may not do any miracle, you may not do any signs or wonders, but through boldness, defending your faith, even in the face of death, you become a powerful witness. So those two ways are what we introduce ourselves to. We just looked at the first part, which has to do with dunamis, power to Work miracles, signs, wonders, healing, deliverance, casting out demons. All that is power that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he called the 12 disciples together and gave them power. He gave them power and authority over all demons, not some demons, all demons. Jesus gave them power over all demons to cast them out. And to cure diseases. You are a healer. Did you know that? Did you know you are a healer? Yeah. You have power to cure diseases. Michaela, you are a healer. You have power to cure diseases. Amen. Courtney, okay. if you put your phone down, you get power to cure diseases. Power. He gave them power and authority. Amen? Nick, you have power to cure diseases. Did you know that? I'm telling you. You have power to cure diseases. Someone at home is sick, go and lay hands. Pray. I teach my little boys to pray. When one of them is sick, the other one will go. I say, lay hands on him. Pray for him. Say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And they'll pray. The mommy is not feeling well. You see that? I say, I want to pray for you, mommy. They'll lay their hands and pray. Be healed. That's how that power is manifested out of our lives. Power to heal and to cure diseases. Amen. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. When Jesus came around and they brought sick people to him, what did he do? They brought sick people to Jesus. What did he do? Heal them. Princess, I don't want to move you. So don't let me move you. 
He healed them. He healed them. When sick people, when somebody is sick in your class, doesn't believe in Jesus, is a Buddhist, is a Hindu, and is sick, is worried, is diagnosed with cancer, something that doctors cannot heal, they are worried, what do you say? Can I pray for you? What did he say no? Yeah, he said no, Jesus, leave them. That's why you just have to, that's why you first have to ask. Can I pray for you? I believe in Jesus who heals sicknesses and disease. Yes. Okay, what if like um you when you're praying like oh like oh like your cancer is gone? Like you know how when you finish praying like usually pastors be like, Oh like clap, like you're healed, you're healed. Like you like your cancer is gone or something and then they die from cancer. No, so you don't say you don't say anything. Why do you have to say your cancer is gone? You say, I have prayed for you. I believe that Jesus, who I believe in, will heal you. Go and let your doctor check up on you again. Yes, leave him. It's, it's up to God. It's not up to you. That's faith, you know. That's the power to believe. Right? I pray for you. I pray. I'm praying. Look, if you don't pray for them, they're going to die anyways. Right? Right? If they're not healed... Ha, they're, they're not gonna if they're, if they're not gonna be healed, and you don't pray for them, what's gonna happen? They're gonna the sickness is gonna get worse and they'll die anyways, right? So if you pray for them and they don't get healed, are you the one that killed them? No, you try to help, right? They don't believe in God. Yeah, you say, can I pray for you? They say, I don't believe in. They already like beat cancer. Oh, they beat cancer. Of course, you don't the. You can get a headache and take medicine and be healed. You don't need God necessarily because of the advancement of medical science, but there are situations in life that medical science cannot help you. Right? And it could be as simple as a headache. See, someone could have a headache in your class and it's excruciating headache. They're almost about to throw up. Hey, what's going on? And so you pray for that person with a headache. You say, oh, let me pray for you. They can still take whatever medicine or whatever. Let me just pray for you. Headache, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Get out. And if God is who he says he is. Do you believe God is who he says he is? Yes. What's his name? Jehovah Rapha. You know what Jehovah Rapha means? The God who heals. He touches the person and the headache vanishes in that moment. The person will know that, hey, no, it's a prayer that she just prayed for me that's healed me. God will make it so obvious, so evident, they will know something has happened from your prayer. Makes your witnessing easy. Now you don't even have to convince them anymore about God being real. That's why he gave us that power. Okay? And so we looked at these verses that the Holy Spirit comes upon us to give us power to witness. And today, we want to look at the other aspect of power to witness. I want you all to pay attention because you don't hear this kind of message often. Pay attention. 
Let's pray. Let's bow down our heads and pray. We're starting. Let's pray. Father, we ask that your word will come to us in power. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, in ways that you only can. That we will never forget your words that are coming to us today. I bind any spirits of distraction that have been sent here to distract by unnecessary comments and giggling. In the name of Jesus, I speak that the word of God will have free course. Open our hearts to receive eternal words that are able to save us from eternal destruction. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the second part of how we get power to be witness is through the power of the cross. The power of the cross. Now when Jesus told the disciples in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. Remember I told you the word witness is what? Martus, which also means martyr. Right? Now, the disciples, when they heard Jesus say that to them, you will be my witnesses, they knew exactly what he meant. They knew that just as Jesus has died, that they will also die for the truth of the gospel to be spread. Do you know how the 12 disciples died? Okay, let's see. Matthew was impaled by spears. Do you know what impale means? Yes. By spears. And he died in Ethiopia. James was thrown off a wall and clubbed to death. So they, they were the club. They beat him to death. No. So he threw him. He, so he wasn't fully dead. And then they beat him with a club till he died. Jude was crucified. In Persia. John died in exile on the island of Patmos. He was put in a big pot of oil. They tried to fry him up alive, but he didn't die. And so they exiled him to the island of Patmos to die. On the island of Patmos, that was when Jesus appeared to him and he gave him the revelation that we have in the Bible, the book of Revelation. On the island of Patmos, that's where he. He saw all those visions about the end times. So the Bible you are holding is not a storybook. It's a supernatural, powerful book. Now, remember, we're talking about empowered witnesses, right? People who are not afraid to die for what they believe. Matthias was stoned and beheaded. Philip was hung by iron hooks upside down. Peter was crucified. Now, when they were going to crucify Peter, he said that, I am not worthy to die in the same way that my master died. So, crucify me upside down. So, his head was down and his legs were up. And that's how Peter died. Thomas was stabbed with a spear in India. James was beheaded in Palestine. 
Simon was crucified in Persia. Andrew, crucified on an X-shaped cross. Bartholomew was flayed. His skin was ripped out. Alive. By whipping. You know, the whip and they peel your skin. Whip, peel your skin. He died through that. These are the people Jesus said to them, you will be my witnesses. Now, think about it for a moment when you say you are a follower of Jesus. And you don't want to go through any form of sacrifice or pain for what you believe. True Christianity is not only about having everything go smooth. It is also about carrying the cross of Jesus Christ. And that is what we are looking at today. Every Christian has four appointments. This is the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Your listen is going to help you for, your, for the rest of your life. All of us have four appointments. Number one, it's an appointment with losing. Losing. You always hear us talking about winning. But I'm telling you that we also have an appointment with what? Losing. We also have an appointment with suffering. An appointment with sacrificing. An appointment with dying. Let's talk about losing. Listen to what Jesus said, or Paul. Paul said in Philippians 3.8, he says, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them as dung. Do you know what dung is? Cow poo. Dung? Yeah, dung is poo. Poo poo. He says, I count everything as poo poo compared to knowing Jesus. Compared to knowing Jesus, everything is like rubbish. You see, if you truly want to be a follower of Jesus, you will have to lose certain things. I won't lie to you. Are you listening? I will not lie to you. If you truly want to follow Jesus, you will lose certain things. And if you are not prepared to lose certain things, forget about following Jesus. I mean, I told you guys, I don't want to just be a churchgoer, whatever, and deceive myself. Jesus comes and he tells you, I never knew you. <laughs> you are either all in or you are not in at all. There is no middle ground. You would, you would hear in today's what Jesus said to his people. This is Peter. Jesus was talking to them about losing things. And Peter said, Master, we have left all to follow you. What have you left to follow Jesus? What have you left to follow Jesus? This is now, now hear Jesus himself speaking. Michaela, read for me. Anyone who loves their father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. This is from the horse's own mouth. 
I mean, it's a I think it's the same. It's, it's, a, it's a just an, a saying. When you say you hear it from the horse's own mouth, it means you hear it from the person, not from a second person. This is from Jesus' own mouth. That if you love your... So Jesus is not saying hate your mother, right? He's saying you have to love your mother, but you don't have to love your mother more than me. Right? You don't... You don't when you are faced with an option, choose between your mom and choose between Jesus, you shouldn't think twice about it. Like when they put before me, choose between my son Elijah and Jesus. It's not, that's, not, that's an easy choice. Right? You choose Jesus. That is a true follower of Jesus Christ. An empowered witness. A witness who is not afraid even if they are faced with death. They still stand by what they believe. That is the kind of witness that we are to be. It says, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Jesus picks a mother and a son or <coughs> father and daughter relationship because those are one of the strongest family relationships. Strongest. A mother will do anything for their child. Strongest relationships. What kind of friend is hindering you from going all out for Jesus? You truly want to follow Jesus? 1 Corinthians 10.23. Emmanuel, read for me. And everything is per permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. Amen. Amen. You want to follow Jesus? You will lose certain things. One of the things you will lose are friends. You would have to lose some friends to be serious with Christ. Some of us are not able to get serious with Christ because of the friends we still want to hold on to. We still want to be cool around them. Right? We still want to tag on to them. Yes, Michaela. How do you draw the line between like when you need to like stay with someone's friend because you know God wants you to help them or it's like, okay, like this can't be my friend because they're pushing me away from God. Like, right. Exactly. I like the way you put it. The moment you know that this person is not helping me in my Christian walk, you cut them off. Right? And to cut them off is not like I don't talk to you anymore. Not, not that kind of thing because we are Christians. Right? But you draw a boundary invisibly. They will see it. They themselves will drop off. Right? They themselves will drop off. For instance, if those are the friends that they're always, you're always going to parties here and there. It's not like parties that you're going to sin. That's why this scripture is there. All things are permissible. So it's not like you're really sinning. It's okay. You can do it. But it doesn't build you up. It doesn't help you. Right? It doesn't help you. Why? The more you are with that group, you, the less spiritual you are becoming. You guys never talk about God or Christ or the Bible or getting to know God, but you're always talking about things that take you away from God. That is not a good friendship to keep. And if you truly want to follow Jesus, you will lose something. It's, it's up to you. It's, it's your choice. I lost friends. Oh, yeah. I lost friends. When I decided I want to truly follow Jesus, I had to lose some friends. And it's not like I said, oh, you're no longer going to be my friend. No, no, no. Let's say, come to the party. I said, no, I have to go to church in the evening. Then now they know that my friend is changing. 
I have to be at church. I have to be at camp. Oh, I can't come. I have to do this. So the moment they realize that you are no longer participating with them as you usually used to, they realize that um, our friend is getting different now. And now they say they want to do something, and you say, I don't think this is right. So they don't feel comfortable around you anymore because they feel that you are you're going to judge them. So they will try to avoid you now. You are shedding them off. That's how you shed off your friends. But you still want to hold on to them and still hold on to Jesus? Sister, you got a decision to make. You got a decision to make. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> the second appointment we have is with what? Suffering. Suffering. You know, we tell you God will take care of you, everything will be okay and all that. It's true. God does that. But a true follower of Jesus also has an appointment with suffering. Irina, read for me. For unto you it is given on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Are we reading the Bible? This is the Bible, right? Philippians 1, 29. Unto you it is given... Not only to believe on Jesus. Do you believe in Jesus? Now, the scripture is saying that that is not the only thing you have to do. It's saying you are not only to believe on Jesus, but you are also to suffer for him. You are also to suffer for him. Okay? Luke 9, 22. Read for me. Nadel. by the elders and chief presence priests priests and scribes scribes and he and be killed and be raised the third day, day. Yeah. today you saw yeah but, but yeah that's good Luke 922 the son of man this is Jesus himself our master the one we are following right the one we are following he said I the Son of Man, the Son of God, I must suffer. I must suffer many things and be rejected. You are rejected by your friends and you are crying. Don't be, don't be crying. It's part of our Christian calling that our friends will reject us. Your friends will say that you are weird. There is, we don't want you around our group. It's okay. It's okay, don't all of a sudden then begin to compromise and say, oh, I don't want to do all this church thing, and then you just want to belong to your friends. You, when you do that, you are choosing between your friends and then rejecting Jesus. He says, the Son of Man will be rejected. He must suffer many things and be rejected. Beverly, read Isaiah 53, verse 9 to 10. Okay. <clears throat> he had done no wrong and had never... Guys, listen, this is very important. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Amen. Wow. That's it? Yeah. This is a prophecy about Jesus Christ. Prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years even before he was born. It says, he had done no wrong. Never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. One of the sufferings that we go through as Christians is being falsely accused. You're falsely accused. You're judging me. Meanwhile, you're not judging them. 
They were falsely accused. It's okay. It's normal. Jesus was falsely accused. He was killed like a criminal when he was innocent. Peter was killed. You think, you think he was guilty? No. He was killed. Empowered witnesses stand strong in their faith. In the face of suffering, rejection, your friends don't like you anymore because you don't subscribe to what they want or what they would like for you to do. It's okay. Now, the part I want you to see, verse 10, it was the Lord's good plan to crush him. If you read another version, it tells you, it pleased the Lord. The father was happy that Jesus was suffering. The father was happy that Jesus was what? It sounds a little bit off. That's why I'm saying it. It pleased the father to crush him. It pleased the father to crush him. When you are rejected and alone and crying or going through difficult things and crying, God is happy. You know why? Let's look at this scripture. Hebrews 5, 8 to 9. Who will read for me? Be Belinda. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest, and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. Amen. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. You know, there are things that you will not learn unless you go through suffering. We'll talk to you. We'll try to advise you. Like, like uh, we're advising you, don't do this, don't do that. Sometimes it's hard for you to listen. Unless you go through suffering. And suffering teaches you. Right? But look at Jesus. When, when you suffer, one of the reasons why it makes God happy is that in your suffering, you can now help others who suffer. Do you get it? In your suffering, if I come to you and I was badly beaten for my faith, they gave me a blow on my face because I said I believe in Jesus and badly beaten, and you are in school, your friends have rejected you and you are crying, and you come to talk to me, and then I say, oh, don't worry. I was actually beaten for my faith. Won't you be encouraged? You'll be encouraged that at least yours was just a rejection. They didn't beat you. But I was beaten for my faith. And you'll be encouraged that I still stood strong and didn't give up. Right? And then you all of a sudden also get some boldness. And you'll not be shaking anymore. Do you get it? So your suffering is a testimony to help others. So Jesus, because he suffered... Now, I am able to go to Jesus and tell Jesus that I'm hungry. I don't have a place to stay. He understands it because he was hungry too when he walked on earth. He didn't have a place to stay. He said, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Jesus saw suffering, experienced suffering. He knows what it means to be rejected. He knows what it means. They actually spat on his face. So he understands. Luke 9, 22. Tyler, read for me. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory. And in his Father's 
and of the holy angels. Amen. It's tit for tat. You are ashamed of me, I'm ashamed of you. It's as simple as that. Jesus Christ, are you listening? Jesus Christ says what? If you are ashamed of him, before your this little tiny friends who can't even keep their breath in their nose. Do you understand what that means? They can't keep their breath in their nose. When they sleep, they, they cannot even determine if they will wake up themselves. Right? And before them, you are ashamed of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I will be ashamed of you too. Before my father and before the angels, I'll be ashamed of you. Why, why do you hide the fact that you are a Christian just because some friends showed up? Why are you ashamed of him? You want to be a true follower of Jesus, a true witness of Jesus? You stand bold-chested, not ashamed, not afraid, because you know in whom you are believed. Even if it means death, you will not deny him. That should be your conviction. You know what I mean? The third appointment we have is with what? Sacrificing. 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 First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. Courtney, read for me. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know it is, very, it is the very power of God. Amen. The message of the cross, which is what I'm talking to you about, about losing, about suffering, about sacrificing. It sounds foolish to the people of the world. Why should you believe in somebody that you have to die for? Sounds foolish. If I believe in God, why is he allowing bad things to happen to me? I've been praying to God. Why is he making me suffer? It sounds foolish. But... It is the power of God. Yes. Okay, let's say someone asks a question like this. Like, why must we die for God? When, like, you know that scripture that talks about, like, how Adam and Eve, like, were the first to sin, and then, like, Jesus' sin, basically. Like, that one sin, Jesus' death covered that sin. Yes. Why do we have to die for him if he already died? Right. Very, very good question. So, the, the truth is, we cannot die for God, and... When we die for our faith, we are not dying to be saved. Do you get it? We're already saved and we are fully convinced. Are you with me? We are fully convinced of what we have come to believe. That we are not willing to deny it if somebody wants to kill us for it. Do you get it? That's what it, that I'm fully convinced of the truth of what I have come to believe. That even if you put a gun to my head that I should speak against it, I will not, because what I believe is true. You get it? But it's not that um, your dying is what will make you saved. No, there are people who will die f supposedly for their faith and still go to hell. What? First Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Can you read it? Read it quickly, quickly. This is out of topic. Quickly. Yes. Listen. Uh, yeah. If I speak in the tongues of men, if I speak with the tongues of men, or of angels, or of angels but do not have love, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong. Are you listening? 
I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Verse 2. If I have the gift of prophecy. If I have the gift of prophecy. And can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains. If I have a faith that can move mountains. But do not have love. But do not have love. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Verse 3. If I give all I possess to the poor. If I give all I possess to the poor. We're talking about losing, right? And give over my body to hardship. And give over my body to hardship. If you read another version, it will say, If I give over my body to be burned. Uh huh. That I may boast. That I may boast. But do not have love. But do not have love. I gain nothing. I gain nothing. So it's possible for people to offer their body to be burned, supposedly in the name of Christ, but it's all a show. Show, show, show. Okay? But the truth of the matter is, when you are convinced within yourself of what you have come to believe in, nothing will shake you. I mean, all your friends can forsake you. Like Jesus, all the disciples forsook him. He didn't turn away from going to the cross because all his friends forsook him. No, he still carried the cross. Listen to what he says. All right, before, before I get to that, let's... I'll come back to this. I'll come back to this. Listen to what um, Paul said in Romans 12, verse 1. Nick, read for me. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in the view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Present your bodies as a living what? Sacrifice. If I were to bring a sheep here and slaughter the sheep, kill it, blood is coming out. Will the sheep be dancing? Will the sheep be singing? Yeah, but will the sheep be singing? Will the sheep be having fun? Will the sheep be having fun, princess? No. Sacrificing is painful. Painful. Now, do you know that the people that are involved in occult and voodoo, listen guys, people who are involved in voodoo and occult, they do a lot of sacrifices. Did you know that? Have you wondered why? Because sacrifice releases power. Sacrifice even in the devil's kingdom. See this scripture. In 2 Kings, there was a king, the king of Moab, he was an unbeliever. Israel was going to fight them. Israel has God following them, right? And the king of Moab is an unbeliever. As the battle was going on, the king of Moab realized... Are you listening? The king of Moab realized that he was losing the battle. So he tried to bring in more soldiers, but he still realized that he was failing. So what he did, he took his firstborn son and went on the top of the wall and sacrificed his son. Right? Because he knew that sacrifice releases power. He couldn't physically overcome Israel, so he did a sacrifice of his firstborn son. The moment he did that, God's anger roused against Israel. So God was angry with Israel. And so Israel had to pull back 
and return to their own land. You see, the, the, the king who doesn't believe in God knows the power of sacrifice. The point, the point here is... Are you listening, princess? The point here is that sacrifice releases what? Power. Now, if we are talking about power to witness, you won't have power to witness if you don't sacrifice something. Huh? If you don't sacrifice something, you won't have power to witness. You know, some of us are not getting far with God because we don't want to give up some of the music that we listen to. Did you hear what I said? Some of us are not getting far with God because we don't want to give up the music that we are listening to. You don't want to give up the music you are listening to. And for as long as you don't give that up, you will not get closer to God. There is no two ways. I mean, people can lie to you here and there. You will not get closer to God. When I became a Christian, I told you guys, I was listening to all kinds of music. I liked the cool R&B music. I gave love to you yesterday, and I heard you die, baby, all through the night. No, no, no. I I will get the lyrics, and I will learn it. I loved cool R&B. What what other song did I know? Killing me softly. Jesus, singing my whole life. Killing me softly. I don't even remember now. I will learn all the lyrics. Now, you tell me, if I was still singing those songs, do you think that I will get this close to God? You're joking. You see, you see, your problem is that you don't want to sacrifice something. But the Jesus you are following sacrificed his own life for you. You will need to sacrifice those songs. You will need to sacrifice them. It will be painful. But you need to cut them off. Because it won't help you. How will killing me softly make the Holy Spirit come upon you? Right? You need to sacrifice those songs. Some of us need to sacrifice some friends. We need to sacrifice some things that we go to. It will pain you. I'll tell you a story. Guys, you want to listen to this story? About freaky Frida. Freaky Frida. Freaky Frida. Freaky Frida was a young lady. Are you listening? That's not my wife. Freaky Frida was a young lady who had many boyfriends. Many boyfriends. You want to know some of the names of her boyfriends? <laughs> Big Bobo. Kweku <laughs> Killer. Slappy J. 
and many others. And somehow, Freaky Frida went to church. The pastor preached powerfully like I'm preaching, and Freaky Frida decided to give her life to Christ. At the time when Freaky Frida gave her life to Christ, she was dating Dirty Daniel. <laughs> Dirty Daniel was the most stable of all the boyfriends she has had. So she was really hoping that she could settle down with Dirty Daniel. But when the devil realized that Freaky Frida had given her life to Christ, Satan was mad. Satan realized he's about to lose Freaky Frida. So Satan devised a plan to kill Freaky Frida. Satan knew that Freaky Frida was very weak because she was heavily attracted to Dirty Daniel. So he planned that he was going to infect Dirty Daniel with HIV. So he orchestrated for Dirty Daniel to sleep. Are you listening? Dirty Daniel to sleep with his other girlfriend, Slippery Susie. So, after Dirty Daniel got the HIV, was fully charged, <laughs> Dirty Daniel gave... <laughs> Dirty Daniel gave Freaky Frida a call. And he said, Hi, baby. How are you doing? It's been a long time. I've been trying to call you all weekend. And Freaky Frida said, Oh, hi. I've been at a youth camp all this weekend. And Dirty Daniel said, What? Youth camp? What's that? And he said, Oh, it's a camp that the new church that I'm part of the youth go. And Dirty Daniel said, well, I want to see you. Can I come over to your place tonight? And Freaky Frida said, yes, actually I wanted to speak to you. So come over. So Dirty Daniel went to Freaky Frida's place. As soon as he got there, are you listening? Do you want to know what happened? Yes. You really want to know what happened? Yes. When Dirty Daniel got to Freaky Frida's place, Freaky Frida said, even before Dirty Daniel got to say anything, she said, I wanted to talk to you. I really like you. But I have given my life to Jesus Christ. And so I wanted to tell you that we cannot continue this relationship anymore. And so, <laughs> and so Freaky Frida broke up with Dirty Daniel. And Satan's plan to kill her never happened. She sacrificed Dirty Daniel and saved her life. Now listen. 
what you don't want to sacrifice could be that which will take you out. You sacrifice it. Jesus said, the one who loses his life for my sake will do what? Find it. Yes. How do you know what to sacrifice? Like, how do you know like, if there's something that you need to sacrifice? Anything that is hindering you, anything that is hindering you from going further with Christ. You need to sacrifice it. Oh no, you don't skip school. You don't drop out of school. But I tell you, for instance, myself at my workplace, if my workplace said, oh yeah, they have so much money, we can't stop the line, we have to run throughout the weekend, so you need to come to work on Sundays, I, I quit. Really? There's no way I'll, I'll work on Sundays. I'll quit. But they say, okay, only I'll find another job. I'll pray to God. Get another. There is, you see, anything. You see, when Satan wants to get freaky Frida, he will always set her up with Dirty Daniel because he knows she is weak with Dirty Daniel. That's how the devil always acts. Are you listening? Yes. Princess? What did I just say? <laughs> you are not listening. Pay attention. Pay attention. All right, let's move on. Dying. We have an appointment with dying. Dying. What what symbols are these? <laughs> I don't know. You people, you don't know what this is. Do you know Gabriel? Christianity. Yeah, the parties for the US. Good. How do you know that? The donkey is for which party? The Democrats. And then the elephant is Republicans. You see, guys, listen. You can look at this pictures and tell what they stand for. Right? That the donkey stands for the Democrats, the elephant stands for the Republicans. How about these? How about these? Which of these two is the symbol of Christianity? Cross. Not the crown? No, because the cross makes the crown. What? You sure? What, what is the symbol of Christianity? The cross. Do you know what the cross stands for? Do you know what the cross stands for? Jesus' Jesus' death. So Jesus' cross. Yeah. Do you know you have a cross too? Yeah. Do you know, Vanessa, you have a cross too? Do you know what Jesus said about your cross? <laughs> Let's see. Luke 9, 23. Judah, read for me. Then he Princess, said, listen. Then he said to them all, Whosoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Whoever wants to be my disciple... 
must deny themselves. Deny themselves. In other words, I want something. I like to listen to this music, but I deny myself and pick up the cross and follow Jesus. I want to do this, but I deny myself and I pick up my cross and I follow Jesus. If you don't want to deny yourself of anything, you can't follow Jesus. Yes. Not all music is bad. Like if you're listening to orchestra, that's not going to get in the way of you. Right. So, see, good point. I'm not even talking about bad music. As for bad music, you should have no business with it. Right? I'm not even talking about bad music. Bad music should not even be part of the music you listen to. Period. Right? I'm talking about music that is not bad, but doesn't get you anywhere. It just wastes your time. Doesn't get you closer to Jesus. You should do everything you can to get closer to Jesus, whom you are following. So take up your cross. Now, have you seen somebody going to a party with a cross on their back? Carrying a wooden cross? Not on their chain, but the wooden cross. You know, in the days of Jesus, when you were seen carrying a wooden cross, you know what it meant? You were going to die. That's what it meant. The cross was a symbol of death. Period. It wasn't like the decoration that you are uh, using. You are going to die. So when Jesus says, carry your cross and follow me, you are following him to where? A party? <coughs> or following him to a wedding? You are following him to Golgotha, to the place where he died. You had your hand up. I did? Oh. What if you deny yourself but it hurts? That's the whole point of it. Oh. <laughs> when you think I'm but cutting off the head of the sheep, it will hurt? Sorry? Right. It's gonna hurt you, but as you exactly as you get closer to Jesus, like like right now, I mean I will do anything to get closer to Jesus. You see, because we don't want to carry our cross, that's why sometimes we also find it difficult to fast. You see, you got to deny yourself fast. To get close to Jesus. Don't just fast to get something from God. Ah, don't be like that. I mean, it's good to do that sometimes. But get on a fast just to get close to Jesus. Jesus, I am denying my food so I can spend time with you. I just want to know you. I just want to get close to you. I'm, I don't want anything from you. I just want to know you. I did that many times. Hello? You guys are not listening. Don't let the devil steal the word from you. Jesus, listen, Jesus told the parable of a sower who went to sow. As he cast the seed, which is what I'm doing right now, I'm casting seed. As I'm casting the seed, there are ravens. You know what the ravens are? They are demons. They are around. Don't think that it's only angels who are here. There are demons around. In the house of God. Here. They are here. As I'm talking to you, they are here. Trying to distract you so you don't hear the word. They steal it from your heart. They steal the word from your heart. That's why I'm I keep telling you, put your phones away. You, you let the devil shortchange you. Don't do that. You picked up yourself from your bed all the way. You came here and then you are not here. You let the devil, you let the devil cheat you. Take up your cross. 
Lorna, take up your cross and follow Jesus. You really want to follow Jesus? It's going to cost you. Hmm? Okay. Nana, it's going to cost you. Pick up your cross and follow him. Look at what Paul said. Galatians 2.20. Irina, read for me. I have been crucified with Christ, and I know, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith. I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. Amen. I am crucified with Christ. The life that I now live. So he's talking of a new life. You know, we all have some old kind of life. To move away from that old kind of life that you are not happy with, you need to die. What? You need to be crucified with Christ. It's going to cost you. Not like die as in like physical die. But I mean you need to die to your desires. You need to die to the things that you want. You need to deny yourself. You see, I will challenge all of you to... Get on a life of fasting. Are you listening? I would challenge you to make fasting part of your life. Fasting breaks your fleshly desires. Especially if you are struggling with some kind of sin that you, you want to be free of, but you are not getting free of. Get on a fast. 24-hour fast. You know what 24-hour fast is? 24-hour fast is from 12 midnight to 12 midnight. You don't eat. You get in your room. You stay in your room. You pray. You play worship songs. You read the Bible. You tell God, I want to be free of this thing. Are you listening? Hey, if you don't need the word that I'm speaking, please keep quiet. Others need it, okay? You pray, Lord, set me free from this thing. I don't want it. I told you that sacrifice releases what? Power. Uh, you see, if you are constantly eating, you won't have power to overcome that sin. Uh, uh, there's no two ways. You have to get on a fast. You say, Jesus, break the power of this sin over my life. Are you with me? I fast all the time. You have to be fasting. There shouldn't be a week going by without you fasting. At least there has to be one day in the week that you fast. Whether 6 to 12, 6 to 6, or 12 to 12. Do something. Otherwise you will never be free. The devil will just play with you like that. See, look at it. Look at it this way. The way I've looked at it. It's either I am following Jesus or I am not. You got a choice to make. If you really want to follow Jesus, do it and do it well. If you don't want to follow Jesus, hey, you're welcome. Let's go clubbing. Go to the nightclub. Enjoy booze. Enjoy yourself in the world because you'll be going to hell anyway. So you better have fun now. Right? But you truly want to follow Jesus, then follow him and follow him well. Don't be coming around and still be doubling in some sins here and there. And if you find yourself in that, get on a fast. Deny yourself. 
Set me free, Jesus. In closing, look at the church in Smyrna. This is Jesus. Michaela, read for me. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, the words of the first and the last, who died and came to life. I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. And the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are, sin are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested. And for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He, he who has an ear, let him hear this, uh, what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Amen. 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 These are words of life from Jesus' own mouth. Amen. You have a choice to make. I will not lie to you. I can stand here and tell you all the nice things you want to hear. And tell you you got to study hard and um, make A. Don't I tell you that? Make the nice grades, get a good job, and live life. But you can do all that and end up in hell. I don't want that for you. I want you to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. We want to pray. Close your eyes. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. So I need, I need your help, Lord Jesus. I want to follow you. I want to be a true witness. I don't want to be ashamed of you amongst my friends. I don't want you to be ashamed of me, so let me not be ashamed of you. Help me to be a bold witness. Help me not to be ashamed, to be a bold witness. Even if it means death, even if it means my friends are going to reject me, I don't really care. Help me to be a true follower of Jesus, to carry my cross every day. What sin is it that is disturbing your Christian walk? Tell Jesus, help me, Lord, to deny myself, to pick up my cross, to follow you. The Holy Spirit is here right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You need power. If you are here, you feel like you need power for your Christian walk. Just come up. Come up here. Let me pray for you. You want some power to help you in your Christian walk. Don't be shy. Don't be shy of people here. The Holy Spirit is here right now. Just come up. You need power. You want to go deeper with Jesus. You want to go deeper with Jesus. I want you to come up here. Let me pray for you. You don't just want to be on the shallow. You want to be a true follower of Jesus. You want to, you want to go further and further with Jesus. Kasho talabelos. I'm going to touch you. When I touch you, the Holy Spirit will impart something to you. You may not feel anything, but something will happen. Something will happen. Your desires will change. 
Shilam Farote Clemontis. Receive the impartation of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, receive a supernatural impartation. Take it. In the name of Jesus, Sholam Bredos, Chikalapato Kletus Clevelo Pratiske. Receive a supernatural impartation. Koshante Ferro Tabrides, Zuskumuriata Vasantelele Batariadaba, Jelon Fretos, Kisama, Sutolombo, Tokalibretiske Suto, Shisanfela Muan, these are Duandes Oki Patazoli. Zuriante selevo dilia kradisko shendebe. Lift up your hands, those of you in front, lift up your hands. Sholala brandes. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Kalambros, jafeklombelos, zefaramandos, karetos kavadaya. Fire that can never be quenched. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus, to burn the things out of your life that doesn't please God. To fill you with power, power, power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now begin to thank the Lord. There's been an impartation, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just thank the Lord for touching you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can take your seats. Now, the rest of us, let's, you can sit down. I'm going to pray for you. Sit down. Let me pray for you. Close your eyes. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is here. I'm praying for you. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Arlos kishada batala laba sondes, jilong fratelelele mosis kibarahadabakayas. Power, power, power. Kalabrandos, jorave tokramendo siva labahada kasotes. Receive power. Pelobados kishanda laba suterelemas. Zela madori kasente neveduriatas. Shikle protes kishonte veduriadabayas. My Father, in the name of Jesus, I have delivered your word unto your children. Let not this word fall to the ground. Let it replay and replay and replay over and over again in their hearts. When they lie in their beds, let the words replay in their ears. But you want true followers, true witnesses, who are not ashamed of you, who stand boldly in defense of the gospel. Fill them, Holy Spirit, for they have no power of their own. We have no power of our own. Empower us as bold witnesses of the cross of Christ. Give us what it takes to lose what we must lose. To suffer what we must suffer. To sacrifice what we must sacrifice. And to put to death what we must put to death. Help us because we have no power of our own. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. God bless you. Have you been blessed? All right. We'll continue next week. Actually, Easter Friday. We'll be in here. You don't want to miss Easter Friday. I'll be continuing on this topic. I'll look more at the crucifixion of Christ as we talk more about the cross of Christ. I will challenge you to invite a friend. Invite a friend. Don't be ashamed. Tell your friend, where are you going this Easter? Can you come to church with me? That's all. Invite a friend, bring a friend. How many of us will try? At least, just try. Try. Talk to somebody. Say, can you come to church with me this Easter? Easter Friday, we're having service. Easter Sunday, we're having service. You tell them, we're having service from Thursday to Sunday. You can come for all of them. Or if you want to come for Friday morning, Sunday morning, they can come. Talk to someone. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's be on our feet as we pray. We already prayed, right? I'll just bless you. I'll just bless you. You want, you want God's blessings? Okay, stand up. Let me bless you. Huh. Let me bless you. Lift up your hands. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord be gracious to you and reveal himself to you in ways you have never known before. May he draw you closer to him and cause you to know him and fill you with boldness that you will no longer be ashamed of him. May the hand of the Lord be a protection for you to keep you from all evil invisible beings that surround you, that seek to hurt you, I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Amen. You cannot touch these ones. I brand you with the fire of the Holy Ghost. You are protected. You are covered. May the Lord provide all your needs for you and keep you in his love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shall we share the grace? Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. What's this anointing for? Uh, to walk in. You don't even know. <laughs> to carry your cross. To carry your cross. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will carry my cross every day. Amen. God bless you guys. Because the Lord led me to talk